Hello you beautiful people. Welcome back to Attack on Final Fantasy, the Final Fantasy podcast where IP tried to complete every single Final Fantasy game using attack only. I've been at work today. Uh, yeah, so I've not been able to release this, but it's been released now. Well, in, in 10 minutes it will be. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, if you do, at Select Attack on the old Twitters. And um, yeah, there's a bunch of other links down below. I've got that uh, coffee thing still open. Still, you know, still a latte for me. Uh, enjoy it. So we've travelled back across the world map to see Sid in the town of Canark. We're heading to the pub right now. Oh god, I wish I was in a pub. Man, I could kill for a beer. It's too early though. It's half past one in the afternoon here. Far too early. And it's also Tuesday, so like, you know. When we arrived, Mid wasn't there. And we're like, where the fuck is that little cunt? And Sid's like, please just leave me alone, just go away. And then Mid comes in. Mid fucking lays into Sid. He starts hitting him and saying, listen, you little old twat. You told me that we should never give up. If we fail, we just hit restart and try again. And even if you do it over and over, you don't stop trying. <sighs> This puts a little pep in Sid's step, and he's like, you're absolutely right, Mid. The Earth Crystal's still out there, and we've got to protect it. And Bart's is like, yeah, but where is the Earth Crystal? And Sid's like, fucked if I know. But we'll get the five-powered ship moving again with this book that Mid's brought me, and we'll find it. Don't you boys worry. So they chuff off to the five-powered ship, and we're going to follow on behind. Hopefully the work will be done by the time we get there. I was wrong. The work isn't done, they're still working on it. But we go to a back room and Galaf's all sad and silent. And we're like, hey, what's up, old man? You 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 bloody old man with with no memories. What's the matter with you? And we get treated to a Galaf flashback. This triggered in his memories because of what happened between Mid and Sid back at the pub. Um it's Galaf and a woman, well, a child, called Kryle. Um, the sprite for Kryle is the same as that one that was back on the beach that Galif can remember. So Kryle is his granddaughter. And here it goes. Galif is actually an alien from another world. He walked here through a meteorite from the other world. There's an evil that he and some other people sealed away 30 years ago and now it was reawakening so he came to stop it this evil's now got a name people it's the dark warlock x death i am x death death of x's i cannot die because i am x death there's another little scene in a forest where there's four people, Gallif, the werewolf, 
Um, I'm pretty sure it's the King of Tycoon and Bart's dad uh, were saying like, okay, we'll see him, sell him here because this is where the crystals converge and the power of crystals is strongest. A bit like in Final Fantasy 1 where the crystals power all pointed towards Chaos Shrine at the end. Basically, if all four of the crystals are broken, the seal gets broken as well, and X-Death gets released back onto the world to wreak havoc. X-Death! Galif collapses. Back on uh, the deck, we go wake up Sid and Mid, who have finished their their um, work, and they were asleep. Bless them. Tuck it out. So now we've got a ship that will sail without the need of wind. Um, Sid and Mid have gone back to the Library of the Ancients to do some more study. And we're unleashed onto the oceans of the world. Okay, I always get lost here, but I think it's Crescent Island that I've got to go to. Which is over... Ooh, Seabell. Sahagin. Sahagin. So yeah, um, Crescent Island, which is just over this way, I think, is sort of like to the east, but sort of more south. So I guess you could say it's to the southeast, really. Uh, ba -ba -ba. Oh, there's a there's a building here, like a shrine, surrounded by by mountains that I can't get to. You must remember that, Sarah. Do, 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 do. I'm on a firepower ship Sailing across the ocean I'm coming to find you Of crystal I've forgotten how to get my world map up Um Yes, don't, don't really know how to do it Oh, hang on No, no, I don't know. I don't know how to get up. So I'm just sort of sailing aimlessly. Oh, <laughs> bloody hell, here it is. I, I recognise his pincers anywhere. When we get to the Crescent Island, there's a little town called Crescent. Uh, we step inside and there's an earthquake. And we're like, oh, fuck, the ship. Oh, no, the ship's sinking. And then there's a little uh, scene where the ship is actually getting dragged into the water by a little whirlpool. So that was short-lived. It was nice having the freedom to um, travel about. There's not really a lot for me in Crescent, uh, the town. There's nothing for me to buy. I've already got all the good strong stuff. But on the same island to the south, there's a chocobo forest. So this is my way off the island. And we catch ourselves a black chocobo. And black chocobos can fly, but they can only land in forests. Uh, when we try to take off, it doesn't really get very far before crashing back down to the earth because it's got some job crystals stuck in its throat. We get the bard and the ranger. And they're all sticky. Nice. And then we get to take off again. After a little dance, obviously. So I think it's time to go back to the Library of the Ancients. Oh wow, okay, black chocobos can fly over small mountains, but not large mountains, so anything with a snowy peak is a no-go, but everything else is, is golden, mate. We fly a 
round for a bit and we find a village called Istori. A little, quaint little place, bless it. Um, yeah, I'm going to check the armors, see if it's anything decent. There's nothing really for me here. Um, the black chocobo waited outside as well, which is nice of it. And it didn't automatically fly back to the last forest it came from, which is good because I can now explore the world without fear of having to go all the way back, catch another one and repeat in the, the old the old thing, you know. Uh, so where's oh there's there's Canark. So let's go south and then west a little bit. Temple of the Ancient should be around here somewhere. Where are you? Ah there you are. Okay I found it. I said Temple of the Ancients didn't I? I meant library. <laughs> When we get there, we like Sid. I'm really sorry, buddy, but the uh, the firepower ship rests at the bottom of the ocean now. And he's like, so? And Mid's like, we could just build another one, you dickheads. We're like, all right, that was a bit brushed over. Doesn't it take material, money? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not just like you can just make it appear out of, out of thin air. Anyway, he goes on to say that the king was spotted in Karnak and he went across to the deserts of shifting sands and people apparently can't enter this desert uh, because it's really dangerous um, and people say that he was floating in midair. Oh, so we decide to go check out this uh, shifting sands place and see if we can get across it. Okay, we get to the shifting sands and we can't get across because the sands are shifting. Uh, then Sid and Mid come in and they're like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to call a sandworm using this bell and then the path that that sandworm digs up, you can then tread across. But it's going to be dangerous. It will try to kill you. And we're like, okay, fine, let's just do it. Let's just get over. Um, this is the point uh, before I came in here, I took Berserker off because this boss battle, the sandworm has three different holes it could pop out of and it's kind of like whack-a-mole and if you attack a wrong hole it will do a gravity thing which take off low health so yeah here we go. We take it nice and slowly and get there and our bridge has been built. I'm gonna head back out and use a tent first though. Bart's asked um, Sid and Mid to look after the black chocobo, bless him. He's, he really loves his chocobos. Right, now we're going to travel across this bridge and across the shifting sands. Hopefully. Ooh, battles. Okay, we make it out and we start heading south, which is the only way we can go because we're surrounded by mountains now. To a little town called Gone. The town of ruin. As we're walking around, we see little flashes of the king uh, walk, walk past and things. He's hiding behind brickwork and running away from us. After a little bit of a chase, we catch up with him, and Lena's like, Father! And Faris is like, P Papa! And then we fall through a trap in the ground. Lena and Faris have a reunion and Faris is like, look, I'm really sorry I didn't tell you before, but I wasn't sure. But now I'm pretty certain. Um, and Bart wakes up and he's like, where are we? And Galif is um, 
has been separated from us. And Faris is like, where's the old man? And then we're like, well, we'll just chuff on without him. But then Gallif, overhearing this, hops down a side, climbs around, and joins us again. And now we're in a dungeon called... Well, it's gone. It's just called Gone B1. There's a load of, like, clockwork things and cogs. It's pretty cool. We step on a pad and we get teleported to the other side of the world map where Crescent Island was. Um, and the teleporter breaks. Then another cutscene plays out and it's Sid and Mid on board the Black Chocobo and they've returned it to the original forest. We set about exploring, but it's not really a long explore before we come across a central room uh, with some beds that we can rest in and there's a library and there's a desk and there's a switch that I tried pushing and it says, check for planters in the center room. So we're off to do that. There's a note in these planters and it says to check the notepad in the right room. So we're gonna go to the right and do that. And then there's another note that says, check the urn. So I saw some urns in the left room where the switch was. So let's walk back over this way, down, left, down, urns. <gasps> a frog jumps out. He smacks himself into a bookshelf and the book falls down. Reading the book, it tells us to go six down, four right and pull what's there. So one, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four. We're back at the switch. So it wasn't a push switch, but it was a pull switch. We've all done the door thing, don't worry, mate. We come out of this uh, main room and go north, and there's another switch there, so we try pulling it, and sit in mid, fall through the floor in the Chocobo forest. And the Chocobo's like, what the fuck? We go back to the party, and we continue going, uh, passing a little safe spot. And we found the fire-powered ship. It had sunk, but it seems to be docked here now. And there's something else. And it's another ship. It looks like an airship. It's when we get to this other ship that Sid and Mid fall through the floor and land on board as well. After a quick catch-up with Mid, uh, we're like, so what is this place? And Mid's like, I think the ancients probably built this place. But we should go ask my grandpa about this ship. And we just saw Sid dive below decks. We find Sid in an engine room and he's like, don't get in my fucking way, I'm busy. And he's doing some stuff. And then the airship comes out of the sea and we're now in the air. Sid is very, very excited about all of this. He didn't think he would ever see an airship. He had only read about them. Uh, we get into a little boss fight, which isn't too hard because I'm way overpowered. And Sid then lands us back down where the airship came from. During the monster attack, the airship was damaged a little bit, but Sid's like, no worries, will you parts from the fire ship to fix this one? So Sid's like, we will stay here and look for more information in these ancient texts. Uh, you guys get out there and explore the world on the airship, see if you can find anything. So we have done. We are now in the skies. Whilst I'm flying around, I find a town called Jackal. Um, I wonder if they've got any good weapons or anything for me. It did. I've got a bunch of new swords. The Ashura, which is a katana. And um, yeah, it's very, very good. It uh, ups my attack by loads. So I've got everyone dual wielding them. 
Jewel wielding them. Jewel welding them. <laughs> Words. As I'm flying around, I go near Gon, the town of Ruin, and everything starts shaking, and the town lifts up into the air, and it's actually a giant air fortress thing. So we return to Crescent, and we tell Sid and Mid what we just saw. The ancient Ronkins, um, they use the power of the earth crystal to make their whole town float but they realized that it was a bad thing so they switched the machine off and left it where it was but now someone's turned that machine on and Lena's like it couldn't you don't think with father and yeah who else is it going to be boys and in classic final fantasy fashion we've got to make our ship uh, fly higher so we need adamantite to do that to reinforce it uh, luckily Galov remembers that there's adamantite in his meteorite that he arrived in so we're going back to tycoon and do you know what I haven't done I haven't checked back in to castle tycoon so let's go do that as well when we return to castle tycoon there's a bit of backstory with Faris and um, Lena uh, basically when Faris was really little they fell overboard and they forgot most of their life um but in a flashback we see that faris's real name is Cerisa. after spending the night uh we go to the meteorite and grab the adamantite job done just got to go give it back to um oh no the meteorite's gone dark oh my god we get ambushed by an advantage, but no worries, mate. Bloody sort it out, innit? I'm pretty sure we're closing in to the end of World 1 now. Um, I'm going back to Crescent Island to give this to Mid and Sid. We now spend the night here, and Sid and Mid work through the night to get the airship ready. And now the airship can fly higher, and it can go up to the floating fortress. First of all, we've got to take out the defences and then we get to go inside and hopefully save the earth crystal after taking out four cannons it's time for the main one so it's like a boss fight shouldn't be too hard though we're hitting whoa okay Bart's just did 2000 damage we're hitting sort of 900 at the moment which is nice we fly into a hole that's left behind after defeating the boss and luckily the airship has a little dock here and now we're in the Ronken ruins oh cool because i leveled fifa up so that i could see secret pathways i can see the hidden pathways um on the floors which is nice because normally when i get here i don't bother with fifa and i don't know where the hidden pathways are <laughs> obviously so yeah it's quite nice this time around to be able to have a have a proper explorer of the place really we get through the Ronken ruins and we see the king stood there. So we're going to approach. Father! He's worried because um, there's a monster stood in the way and he wants us to defeat it for him, which we do so. Well, we're about to. Oh, it's that thing. That thing's in 10 as well. Uh, Archivius. Uh, I think it's called something else in 10 though, but you fight in Bavel. Anyway, anyway, we'll get there one day. 
The king does like a little evil laugh and then pushes that away as soon as we defeat it and walks into the crystal room. The king's like, ah, with four of you gathered together, it would be so much easier to kill you all. Then this meteorite comes falling from sky and crash lands and cryo bursts in through a hole in the wall and just takes the king down with a with a spark of light or whatever magic, I guess. Gallif's memory returns. Um, the king seems to have snapped out of his trance and the earth crystal still shatters. Releasing X-Death. X-Death comes to visit us in the crystal room and he's like, ah, Gallif, it's good to see you. For it means that I have returned. And then Bart says, like, we're not going to let you get away with this, you fucking idiot. And X-Death's like, crystals, get him. And then all crystal shards float up and start attacking Bart. And Bart's getting knocked down. Um, yeah, now the crystals have been destroyed. Next shall be your world, Galuf. And X-Death takes off to Galuf's homeworld. Don't really understand what happened there, but I think the king tried to put the earth crystal back together, but couldn't do it. And it took a lot of his energy. Um, and he dies he blinks out of existence then we get the powers from the earth crystal so that's samurai dragoon dancer and chemist now the ruins are falling from the sky so we're chuffing it off back to oh no i missed the chest i've just seen the chest i missed oh for fuck's sake i bet that was something real good Ugh. uh now we're back on the airship and we're chuffing off out of there as we're flying, uh, Gallif's like, we've got to get on with this now because back 30 years ago, me and the three others, Dawn Warriors, uh, we sealed him away with power crystals and it was fine. But now he's free again and he's really, really dangerous. He's a not a nice man. Bart's is like, it's our fault though because we used the crystal's powers. We amplified it and made them shatter. If we didn't do that, then he wouldn't be free now. And Gallus like, no, it's our fault for not taking him back to our own world and deciding to seal him here. That's ridiculous of us. And really, it's nobody's fault because X-Def was working, like possessing people to do this. So really, it's X-Def's fault. Kral and Gallif uh, return to their meteorite that Kral came in. And Gallif's like, there should be enough juice left in this to get back to my world and help it because X-Def is now on a rampage. Um, and Bart says, like, well, we're coming with you. And Gryle, Gryle, kind of like, nah, mate, because if you come, there's no way you're coming back here. So that's a no-go. So they walk back to um, their world and now we're back on our little airship shuffling along I'm going to go back to Crescent I reckon see what Sid and Mid make of all of this when I land the uh, ship on like the little plate that takes it underwater there's a little conversation between Faris, Lena and um, Bartz and they're all like okay we got to go help him but we got to figure out how to get there because we can't use power of meteorites so we do have to go talk to Sid well, Sid isn't where I thought he would be. He's not in the underground area of Crescent. So let's go check for the Library of the Ancients. Wherever the hell that is, it's up here, I think. There it is. Got it, boys. 
Okay, he wasn't in the Library of the Ancients and he wasn't in um, the pub either. So I'm going to go back. I didn't check fire ship, so I'm going to check down in the fire ship. Okay, I went back to the um, underground thing in Crescent and there was a note that I missed from Sid saying that the Adamantite was too dangerous to have around so they've returned it to the meteorite. When we get there, the black chocobo stood outside and we go on in and sit in mid of there with the adamantite and we're like, hang on, look, when we hold this close to this little tile here, it starts sucking the energy out of the adamantite. And they're like, got an idea, boys. If we can get the adamantite from all of the meteorites and bring it back here, we could probably power up this warp tile and you guys can chuff off to Gallif's world. So we're going to do a little tour of meteorites now. First stop is the Wolf's Meteorite and Sid and Med chuff on in and they were like, okay, we got it. But then they get ambushed by bomb, which we sort out. Well, we're about to. We're doing it right now. Well, that was a bit of a nightmare. Um, these bombs, they can resurrect the other bombs when they've died. Uh, so we got there, but it just took ages. We go to the next Meteorite, which is the Karnak one. Sid and Mid tried to go get the Adamantite, but it's a den of monsters apparently, so we got to chuff on in there and get it. We just defeated and received Titan, and Sid and Mid did their thing. And now we're finally at the Gone Meteorite. This is the last one. Sid and Mid go inside, but they seem to be taking a while, and we're a little bit concerned about them, so we head on in to see what's going on. Oh, and they've been imprisoned and we get attacked. Okay, after powering up all four meteorites, which I wasn't I wasn't aware we were doing, I thought we were going in to get Adamantite to power up one of them. Um, but after powering up all four, they all point to a peninsula on the world map. Again, like in Final Fantasy 1. We fly over to this peninsula and it looks like an upside down bird. And sure enough, there's a warp point here that will take us to Gallif's world. So we jump into the portal and get whisked away and end up on Gallif's world. Good stuff. This game's so good. Welcome to the outro. I'm here with Ika. Hi. So Ika, if you could have any coffee in the world, what would it be? Ooh, I'd have an iced oat latte. An iced oat latte? How very posh. Well, no, I just like, can't drink no more milk like oh, you people. Egg. Mean. But yeah, that'll be it. An, ice, yeah. an icy latte, please, with lots of ice. And where can these good people find me? Oh, they can find you on um, Twitter and um, other places. <laughs> also at home <laughs> and also at work. Um, What's my at on Twitter? Um, at select attack. Oh, yeah, that's what you do listen. <laughs> I don't listen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. So, at select attack, and also you can also e email him at attack on Final Fantasy at gmail.com. Come. You could email that person, that randomer, but I'm actually at select attack. No, I'm not. That's my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm See, actually. You don't listen. I'm actually at attack on ff at hotmail.com. 
Oh, sorry. So oh, sorry. you can email him at attackonff at hotmail.com. And um, for any other information, you should also um, just listen to the podcast, really, and it will tell you everything you don't really need but to clearly know. Clearly it won't. It won't tell you anything. Clearly it won't. Anyway, why are you talking about my favourite coffee? Because I've got a, a coffee thing instead of a Patreon. Oh. Where people could buy me a coffee. Buy you a coffee. I was tempted Your to do that today. Your coffee is far too expensive. No, I was. Do you know what I was going to do today? I, I walked past. I walked near your work, and do you know what I was going to do? I was going to pop into um uh, Air Tony's Deli, Nina's Deli, and I was going to um buy you and um your lab assistant a coffee and then just tell him to just make it later when you when you guys come up but you know i was like oh, i can't be us <laughs> <laughs> love love <laughs> so the thought was there that not actually okay. didn't actually do it in practice all right cool well tell tell who should they tell who should they tell about this podcast this week tell their pets oh yeah get your pets to listen make your pets listen make your grandma listen if you've got a grandma, if you haven't, make your elderly neighbour listen. Get them on board. I'm sure our neighbours would just love. But not if they're under fifteen, because there's a lot of swearing. Okay, well, obviously not there. I do say come. Yeah, but a lot. if your elderly neighbours are listening, they're not going to be under fifteen, are they? They're elderly. I think Benjamin, it's time to fight. Benjamin Can we just? I, I'm going to go and have a drink now. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Yeah, love thanks, you very, guys. very much. And we will see you soon. See you next week, in fact. Mwah. Oh, we're doing nostalgia soon, yeah? Nostalgia! Nostalgia!